What's up, Soap Suds? Welcome back to another episode of The Geek Soapbox. Sorry, we got some uh, music playing there. (laughs) 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 There's always going to be something technical going on on this show. What's up, guys? Michael Lee here, as always. And I'm joined by my co-host... Leva Bates! Yeah! 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 (laughs) Yeah! Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. There's so many little things about this show <laughs> hey man this is nothing oh my god no you're right it is a microcosm to what what you guys do every week live on television or even just however this you've weekend. got a whole crew and it's like just <laughs> i was i was one Ooh, of the people running the the special olympics uh aew stream yesterday yes. that was a lot to juggle yeah i'm sure yeah, because sure. we're doing juggling all the tech? Discord and OBS and everything else. I'm camera one, camera two, camera one, camera Oh my camera gosh. Two. <laughs> it's a lot. And then I had a lot of uh, wrestlers who don't really understand technology, though yeah, they're younger yeah. than I me. Mean, so I don't I don't know. I had to walk a lot of people through things. There's, there's a lot when you're doing live video and live audio and gaming and streaming and all of the things like... <laughs> There's bound to be something crazy happening. Uh, mm-hmm. I was telling Leva before we got on here that for those of you watching us on, on Twitch, uh, you know, I've been trying to incorporate more and more video into the show. And so I was literally loading B-roll video until two minutes before we went live. <laughs> so something is bound to go crazy if you're watching us here on Twitch. If you're listening to us in the podcast, like you won't notice. Is there a link? Is there a Zoom link? I haven't Cause... sent it yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny though i sent that to josh before i sent it to you and he goes baby that's using it to the wrong, wrong person, person. Wrong person. I went, oh <laughs> yep yep you're not lee <laughs> he goes i thought so he goes i knew i know what you meant by sending you a link <laughs> who knows uh Leva, how are you what's been I'm going good. on I'm you've good. been busy I yeah slept so much I'm the sure. last 24 hours yeah i uh i Things are going really well. Uh, today was a, today. This week was an off week of TV, but a lot of times the off weeks they mm-hmm. we end up having more stuff to do and put on our plate. So uh-huh. I was in charge of running all of the gaming things that AEW is doing this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So Friday we had our heels game night, which was the first one ever we did through the heels website, which is with a wonderful union and all of those wonderful people. Uh, it was a members-only thing, so it was, it was very kind of tricky to make sure we get that all set up and yeah, yeah. Plus, uh, a lot of the people in the PR have never done gaming streams of any sorts, and they don't even know gaming. So when I tried to explain what Quiplash was, they were like, my mom, and they were like, so we, how do you get the code, and where do you put the code? <laughs> and, and they wanted to break this down so, so in detailed like on our slides and in our run of show. And I'm like, guys, the game explains it for you. I swear it does. I will explain it. Aubrey will explain it. Mm-hmm. The game will explain it. As soon as you see it, there's no <laughs> denying what you have to do. And so we did a practice run on Wednesday and they were like, oh yeah, okay, we see it now. But I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> do you the know? amount of work they were trying to do. I'm like, wait till we start doing like Call of Duty. Oh my and gosh. that type of stream for like game night. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! 
That's gonna be with, with this thing, just just follow me. And then right after that, I thought it'd be a great idea to just do everything back to back. So after the heels game night, I decided to wake up the next morning and do the AEW Special Olympics tournament <laughs> for charity for for the Special Olympics, which went really well. Both went really really well. Everyone was very happy. We actually raised a lot of money for Special Olympics yeah, between the that. two That's streams. Awesome. They had me run my stream, and then they had uh, them run their stream mm-hmm. and we raised over $1,300 in like one hour of streaming, That's honestly. Amazing. So it went really well. Uh, my awesome. team won. Good. All thanks to Stephanie, my partner. Nice. Who's apparently the the master of the Special Olympic team, Rocket League team. So yeah. I was paired up with her. They're probably like, we was done a lot of work. Let's give her the really good person. Yeah. I ended up learning. I ended up learning how to play as we were going along. I only played once before and I was terrible. So you did it up as a go learning you from the master. So yeah. And then I slept a lot <laughs> and then conked out. That was it. I would, so, I would literally watch like a couple hours of TV, decide, man, I'm tired. Lay down, sleep for a couple hours, wake back up, watch a few more hours of TV, decide I'm tired, go back to sleep for a couple more hours. And that's what I did until <laughs> this afternoon. Oh my God. So, <laughs> so amongst all that, tell me, what have you been playing? What have you been reading? What have you been watching? Um, not a lot of change, to be honest. I'm still playing Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Obviously, now I'm playing Rocket League because I had to play that yesterday. I don't know if I'm going to keep playing it or not. It gives me a lot of anxiety because I keep missing the ball. Oh, so much anxiety. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know, but I'm definitely playing Ghost of Tsushima. I actually did a storyline mission just recently, so it's cool. My uncle was proud of me, so oh, I good. was a little less nervous about that as opposed to him judging everything I do. Yeah, he's very judgy. Um, I'm still reading uh, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Mm-hmm. It's actually really good, but I have been reading less because I've been passing out more. <laughs> so I read well, I like mean, right before I go to you're bed. You're go, go, go all the time. Yeah. And then watching, um, I think last week I said I finished Legacy. So I'm completely done with the whole Vampire Diaries and all of their shows and all of that. Uh, so that was really good. I am now into a Korean reality competition show called island okay it's uh basically idol land and it's about at the, at the beginning of it it's 23 boys try to make it into this boy band i am now down to 10 oh yeah okay. i've been binging it like crazy because it's it just finished this week yeah so i'm way behind as i always am uh but it was a lot of it was live voting so like one week the producers would vote someone off and then the next week the fans have vote people off. Oh. Fans are not voting on who the most talented ones are. They're just like, oh, he's cute. <laughs> Let's just have him. But so, like, if so they like, get rid of the actually, like, the really talented ones, which are my favorites, we're going to have issues. But so far, they, they're safe. My, they all doing... of my favorites seem to be in the top tier. So at least people still think they're cute and talented. So Are they doing... But like, yeah, I've been watching the shit out of that. Boy so. band competitions? Or are they doing, like, random physical challenges? <laughs> uh like boy band stuff okay. like they they get together okay and then this unit is a group of four you're doing uh the bts version of fire and then you guys are going to be doing i need you now because it's by the same group uh the same company that made bts okay so bts uh has shown up and given them presents given them advice uh, a couple other bands have showed up 17 giving them advice they actually got to dance with them that was a big thing for them because they're actually they're since they're all yeah 
so young and so like uh-huh. they're all like oh my god i'm such a big fan so it's so cute to see them fan out <laughs> Uh, some of the judges were like older idol guys that I'm actually big into because I'm old. So it's really cool. If you ever saw Ninja Assassin, the movie, do you remember that movie? Uh, no? no, maybe it's not like I. not I, just you. Just okay, you. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this movie, okay, Ninja yes. Assassin. Okay, anyway, yes, I've seen this it sitting guy, at your house. I've the, seen it. On his name table. is Rain. Okay. He is actually a huge, huge star in Korea. Like from music, he's like basically they're like Justin Timberlake, uh, but he also does movies and TV shows and stuff. So yeah. that was his big breakout thing several years ago. So he was he was one of the the judges, and he was like, "I'm going to judge them cold heartedly and be really harsh." Whoa! But then he was actually really sweet. So well, that's good. But he was Listen, he was like those... <laughs> one of the judges. Like that was the worst of the worst. But some of the lines he said, I was like, "Ooh, yowza." That's He's rough. like, at one point, Ray goes, you guys just frustrate me so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I will say, so I'm not as big into the, the Korean boy bands as you are, but the performances that I have seen are very impressive. They are, they are very, yeah. always in sync. They are, it's tight. It is tight every time, and it is a great show legit so, i have to show you some of these performances yeah, like yeah, man. i will make you watch the whole thing but i'll just show you the actual performance parts of it and i think you'll really enjoy them yeah, they tear it up there's no doubt yeah, about they, that they legit rehearse like oh 17 sure. hours a day that is that, <laughs> that, is that asian work ethic <laughs> it is a real thing it's a real thing uh, what are you what me oh uh i've not been reading a lot not really been watching a lot um i have been playing ghost of tsushima i've been playing some on my off time when i'm not streaming just doing like you know random looking for shrines and kind of the side questy things nothing that's a major storyline bit i'm saving that for stream um what else have i been playing i uh oh i played among us for the first time Last what is week. that? Everyone keeps telling me that. Yeah, what it's, that is. It is. It's like, uh, it's like you're on a spaceship and everyone is like an astronaut, but then there's also aliens descri- disguised as your fellow crew members. Is it like a first person thing? No, it it's a... it's it is a very simple. I think it was a like a it was a mobile game. So it was like a. Oh, because like, everyone's been talking about it. I know. It. Like, I guess I, it just, I it just blew up every... recently on PC. So I think everyone is jumping on and playing it on Steam. And is it on PlayStation now? Is that why everyone's playing it? I don't. I don't know if it is. I know it's on Steam. So people are playing it on computer, um, uh, and you can play yeah, it cross-play. Yeah, computer games. You can play it cross-play with people it. playing on their phones or tablets too. Okay, I'm looking now on PlayStation as we're talking. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's there. I'm not sure if it's there. It's called Among Us. Um, is there a U in that? How do you spell Among? M. A-M-O-N-G. Among. Oh, I found it. Okay. Among Among. Us. Uh, And then also I got Super Mario 3D All-Stars on Friday. So I... Oh, you got that. I did. I got it digitally. I keep forgetting that came out. Uh, I played not very much. Like when it went live at midnight, I literally got three stars and then went to bed and I haven't touched it since then. (laughs) Because I didn't get to do my stream Friday night uh, because I had to work late, surprisingly. I got asked to extend at work because we had a bunch of stuff going on and i stayed late because the houses and stuff are 
debuting? That it was day one, so it was there was a lot of all hands yeah. on deck. Which are was you? Great. I mean, you don't have to tell me, or I guess you probably shouldn't tell me or not. But are you like working? <laughs> I'm not. Are working, you working with the houses? I'm not or are you working, working with more like I'm, the entertainment? I, I, I'm not doing any of that stuff. Uh, so that's what I've been playing. I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima, a little bit of Among Us, and Super Mario 3D All Stars. <laughs> so, we're, no, so we're, you're playing Among Us on your computer? Yes, I'm playing Among Us on the computer. Okay, okay. Yes. Not the phone. Because it's definitely not on PlayStation. It just like for us. Yeah, I think it's on it's on the computer and like mo- mobile tablets, all that stuff. So you can cross play. We're moving into the news before Leva gets me fired. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Matt and Nuri are yelling oh at us right guys. <laughs> Oh boy, where what's the big news this week? Uh, <laughs> PlayStation Five, baby. That's a hey! that is. I'm, I'm a getting one. Big deal. You're doing what? Yep, I was able to pre-order one thanks sweet, to baby my Jeebus. my wonderful, awesome friend who might actually be in chat. I don't know. I don't have chat pulled up, but yeah, um, friend Seth there. was able to. Not only get himself one, but hit me up. It's like, give me all your information. Right wow. <laughs> There's a oh lot of trust Lord, and love there. That is a lot of trust. Uh, uh, yeah, but on, yeah, on, no, on I have, apparently I have one on the way. That's awesome. On Wednesday, they announced the prices uh, and uh, the uh, a bunch of games that are coming out uh, and the release date. The full edition is $499.99. The digital edition is $399.99. Uh, so there is also a full edition and a digital edition, much like Xbox Series S and Series X. However, unlike the Series S and Series X that have different specs, both PS5 models have identical specs, including the native 4K output. Uh, the only difference is the 4K Blu-ray drive. Otherwise, they are the same. However, the Xbox Series S and Series X have different power levels, depending on which one Ooh. you get. So that's very interesting. It's launching. Are you going to get an Xbox? Me? Because you don't have one right now, right? No, 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 no. I don't have. I don't have an Xbox. I'm not an Xbox guy. I don't either. So I wasn't sure if that was something yeah. you were interested in or know. not. So the the payment plan is very interesting to me. Getting the Game Pass or whatever they call it, and just paying like ten dollars more to get the console. Yeah. So it's but I feel like it's like you, you are with your phone depending on who you have which mm-hmm. the company i have is like oh well when you get your phone you can't pay for your phone outright you have to pay for it every month yeah for the rest of your life yeah so very... i don't know if i want to be committed to paying for something for the rest of my life on top you're not, of you're not already committed to paying something to for pay, the rest of your like life, my car though. and my phone it's literally 24 months i think and if you do it the consoles end up being cheaper than if you buy them outright so really? you are you are getting a deal on it really it. yes but you're well, just you're bad. just you're that's just committed. if I was into Xbox, no. I would be that. Yeah, you're I would just do that, you're committed for Xbox. two years, but you end up paying less. <laughs> which is crazy I'm not I'm not a Microsoft. So these girl. things are coming out November twelfth, uh, in the US, Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea. November nineteenth in all other territories. They announced that the pre orders would start the following day on nine seventeen. And then all the retailers immediately began their pre-orders the afternoon of the announcement. And consoles was sold out at most major retailers within a matter of hours. Oh, yeah, this, I know. It was I know. bananas. <laughs> it, it was insane. Was insane. 
Um, and got, we got ours straight from Sony. That's cool. That's great. So now I don't have to worry about them overselling. Like at least, because I feel like some of the stores probably sold more than they realized they were going to get. Because I saw an, I saw an article about that mm. that some some retailers are a little worried that they won't be able to fulfill all of their pre-orders. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I'd I'd be nervous too. I think that's why Sony sent out those emails to the PSN users, hoping that you know, hey, you've been a loyal subscriber and user. We want to make sure you get a chance to get it. I sent my email hoping to get one of those invites. I did not get an invite. I was not invited to the party. I, I you know what? I was not invited either. But again, another another dear dear friend of mine was, and he was like, "Hey, Seth, you need, you need a no, hookup." And I'm like, you. "You know what? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Here, oh, here's my information. Please wow. don't rob me." Wow, he got lucky, <laughs> God, man. Him. He got lucky with his little his little invite to the exclusive party. Good I know. For him. And it's like, how do they pick those? I don't. I think it was random. I think it was like a lottery. You just had I to guess get so. lucky, man. Uh, they also announced a bunch of games. I'll just give. Uh, a quick... Do y'all know I'm verified? Come on. Oh my lord! There she goes. She's throwing around the blue check mark. Hi, yeah, yeah. They announced a bunch of games for the <laughs> PS5 as well. I'm gonna give a quick rundown. Leave if you want to stop and talk about any of these. Feel free to stop me. Uh, Final uh, Fantasy 16, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Hogwarts woo! Legacy, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Village, mm-hmm. Resident Evil, Deathloop, Devil May Cry yeah. 5 Special Edition, Oddworld Soulstorm, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, the Demon Souls remake, Fortnite, of course, is coming to PS5 because it's everywhere. Uh, they also announced the PlayStation Plus collection, which is a bunch of like PS4 games available immediately to play as soon as the, the service goes live. So it's like, you know, the 2018 God of War, Uncharted 4, Until Dawn, the list goes on and on. It's a Woo-hoo. very good collection of games. Everything I already own. I remember seeing the list of but, like, don't I own like all But now you can games? play it on your PS5, up-resed. Yeah. So... Well, that would mean that would even better. Would mean I would have to replay a game, and I already have such a stack of games <laughs> I, I haven't gotten That's the to. Problem. So that is the I'm problem. I'm terrible about replaying games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I beat it, I move on. I gotta move on, or I'm never gonna get to all the games I have to play. Yeah, I feel ya. I feel ya. Um, you know what? Let's uh, you know what else happened this week? The Mandalorian season two trailer came out. Woohoo! I know you wanted to talk about this. Yeah, with uh, with our friend in the wrestling world, Sasha Banks. Yeah. She's going to be in it. Which she is, is living the dream. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this trailer dropped this week. I was super excited about it. Uh, we get you know we get some voiceover from from season one, I think. Um, but we you know, see Mando leading the little the child around and some shady characters scoping it out, following him around. And uh, yeah, one of them is your your buddy. Your uh, yeah, it's crazy. It, it's so crazy. Yeah, to see. Let's see if I got a picture. I like how in Star Wars she kind of like looks way more not downplayed, but there like she is. Look at her. You know, like more, more like a like just someone you see on the street as opposed to the you bright know, colors and like the glasses and the boss. No, look. true. It's more just yeah. Like no big big blue hair sticking out. Anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Blue <laughs> hair. It's hair. funny though because her shot, she was so far away in it, um, uh-huh. and the hood was pulled down. I thought that was the first reveal of Rosario Dawson. That's what a lot it. of people thought. Yeah, because they have they have a very similar facial structure. Like, yeah, 
you know? And I can so, see that. I, I think it's jaw. The yeah, jawline and mouth. it's their jawline. Um, but then you look close and you're like, wait, no, that's Sasha. That's awesome. Yeah. That's super, yeah, super so. cool. She gives us, she gives the rest of us hope that we can <laughs> all branch out into. Listen, two how many people really know cool so many wrestlers have, have branched out? Really? It, it is true. It is true. A lot of, I'm hoping to be one of those. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. That's, that's the, that is like legit. That is the dream for me. Yeah. That is your dream. Like, Hey, Levi, do you want to be on an episode of Star Trek? Yes. <laughs> you know, like you want to be on like, the CW, blah, 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 blah. Yes, I do. Yes, I watch everything in CW, do. so let's do it. You know, like, <laughs> ah, that, is, that is the dream. It to could do happen, something man. fun in either fantasy, sci-fi, something. It's going to, yeah, it'll happen. You'll make it happen. One way or another, you're going to manifest it. I'm manifesting happen. it in the world. Yeah. Guys, do you even watch <laughs> me it, now on AEW? Put it in watch, the universe. Watch, watch last week's Dark. Where I made oh all the Oh my world. god. <laughs> the tear. Yeah, I was the I wasn't tear. sure how that came out. I was like, I don't know if I, I liked that performance and I saw it. I was like, oh no. Oh it was good. Yep. It was yep. Good. I like that. Nailed that, it. That, that came out really well. Oh my gosh. It was yeah, it was money. Girl, it was money. So, so good. Yeah. We're gonna see you in a Jedi hood or in a everyone a who's looking shirt. to put wrestlers in their shows. I am an actor. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and and speaking of wrestlers and things i think that's a good segue into uh our topic of the week uh in the very first movie it had a wrestler in it correct please tell me tyler main was a wrestler who tyler main no was he not am i was he not i don't know oh jeezy crazy uh let's go, <laughs> let's go to the topic of the week i need i'm gonna have to have some facts check. well topic of the week just look at let's what go. i'm wearing We are going back where the Geek Soapbox started <laughs> with the X-Men movie-verse. Oh it really was. It's time for what a redux. It, what, was, what was your fitness show you were doing for like two seconds? Uh, uh, it was fit. We were doing Fit Friday uh, yeah. when I was trying to lose and weight for my sister's wedding. Topic. Oh, we blew way off topic. <laughs> surprise, surprise. That's pretty much our, our bread and butter is off, us going off topic. Uh, so yeah, so I thought we, now that, now that, uh, 20th Century Fox is no more and is now 20th Century Studios owned by the Walt Disney Corporation, the X-Men movieverse has sort of come to an end as we know it, which is both sad and exciting at the same time because it means they'll hopefully be incorporated into the MCU sometime soon. Maybe. Maybe in the next 10 years. You know. (laughs) pandemics and yeah. and if we ever if we ever get back to movies and we actually start making movies and stuff again truth <laughs> truth uh i happened to rewatch our first episode <laughs> oh did you oh i did oh i did it i forgot how heated it was about x3 it was very heated um we were very awkward <laughs> uh and um what else yeah the, ed- the editing was still very Sorry, I just muted uh, myself. The editing was very funny in it. I forgot how ridiculous it was. Uh, 
so why not why not revisit it and uh we'll make our definitive list uh our definitive ranking list maybe tonight Ooh. oh i don't know if i'm ready for that but okay <laughs> we're gonna figure it out i was really excited that i actually saw all of them <laughs> yeah i think i've seen all of them except uh new mutants which just came out so here we go let's take it back to the very beginning uh to x-men which released july 14th the year 2000 all my uh synopses are from fandango by the way so i haven't no, really fact checked it, them. it is not over 20 years yeah it was, old. this is the 20-year anniversary uh so here we go they are no, children of the atom stop lying homo superior the next link in the chain of evolution each was born with a unique genetic mutation which at puberty manifested itself in extraordinary powers in a world filled with hate and prejudice they are feared by those who cannot accept their differences Led by Xavier, the X-Men fight to protect a world that fears them. They are locked in battle with former colleague and friend Magneto, who believes humans and mutants should never coexist. So dramatic. So very dramatic. It is. Uh, what are your What are your memories of X-Men One? Uh, I remember it was a lot of fun. I was really excited that it existed and was in the world. I thought some of the the casting was 100% dead on. I remember that. I mean, obviously, Patrick Stewart. There's Mm -hmm. no one else, you know, in the world. Especially at the time, that would have been a perfect Charles Xavier. Oh, I think he was a longtime fan favorite for that role. um, Ian McKellen. Um, But then some of the other casting, I'm just, I still can't get behind. <laughs> Who can't you get behind? Who don't you like? Rogue. Oh, that's right. Yep, I and forgot. Backwin. And I love her. Look around. I love True Blood. I think she's great in True Blood. Yeah. Again, not her fault. She was slightly miscasted and completely terribly written. Not her fault that the writers didn't know what the hell they were doing. Yeah. 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 Look at this. This is look at Rogue. Wait, where is she? Right there. Oh my god. That she did not play that spunk fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, she was supposed to be Where's young the spunk? and awkward. Why are you emo? I don't listen. She just wasn't there yet. She wasn't. She wasn't spunky yet. She was gonna get no, there, and then she just never no, really. She I just never like really it. got there it. ever. I hated it. <laughs> I was kind of hoping I, that eventually nope, she would again, evolve into that, and she never evolved now, into it. Like I, emo. Yeah. <laughs> don't make any character emo. Not make. Don't make. Don't make uh, rogue. Listen, she she has like, the power. She can't, like, she like can't touch anybody. Tomatoes. It's very dramatic. It's a very Steel dramatic Magnolias. mutant power to have. So I get why they went with her. But you know, it's fine. It's fine. Well, that was her first mistake. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Leva, not holding any punches tonight, and we're only on the first movie. Uh, <laughs> listen. I was a huge fan of the X-Men cartoon. I was super excited when this movie came out. Um, I was living in Mississippi at the time, and we only had a small theater in town, and I don't think they were showing this movie. Or or I wanted to see it on, like, a really big screen, so yeah, I why made... Why were you there? What? Go, why were you there? Oh, that's where we lived. My dad was a, a teacher at... University of oh yeah, yeah, yeah! So yeah. I, I remember that. So I was okay. there for a while, um, and uh, so yeah. So I made them take the whole family. We drove up to Memphis to see it in a big oh Regal my God, Theater. That's so cute. Yeah. So we had to drive like an hour to see it, and I, dang it, I was gonna see it on opening night, and we sure as heck did, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. 
Again, yes. I overall, I really liked one. Yeah. A little I mean, cheesy. Now, now you watch I mean, it yeah, nowadays. It's, it is, like, it's absolutely dated and cheesy as hell, but, but it, it has a high nostalgia factor exactly. for me, and it's just and it was a good starting. Yeah, and, and also it kicked off, off. It's kind of the team superhero movies that we know today. I don't think if this movie had been if this movie had been unsuccessful, <laughs> I don't think we would have had as many superhero movies as we do now. Yeah. So this definitely definitely paved that. the way paved the way for that. Yes, absolutely. Um so yeah, so that's X-Men and then May 2nd, <laughs> 2003 X2 X-Men United hits theaters. Here's the description. Stryker, a villainous former army commander, holds the key to Wolverine's past and the future of the X-Men. This threat reignites the call for a mutant registration act. Stryker starts a full-out assault on Professor Xavier's mansion and school. After escaping his plastic cell, Magneto proposes a partnership with Xavier and the X-Men to combat this new formidable enemy they both have in common. Man. How do you feel about X2, Leva? Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Uh, I felt like, one, you had to get through all the exposition. Mm-hmm. And then, two, you were able just to pick up. And now this is where we're going to really take off and go. And I feel like in that world and that version of X-Men, it was, um, I'm getting ahead of myself, it was the best of that group, mm-hmm. that grouping. Because yeah. obviously, you know, later on, things change, change and shift and whatever and it's very different but uh two yeah two i think is probably out of the the three the first three mm-hmm. that's by far the strongest two is solid i yeah I it was it really good really um, good and it it holds up really really well you know the the themes of uh discrimination and you know not being accepted it, it's so I mean, that's Timely. been a theme yeah. with X-Men the enti- entirety, but I yep. feel like that movie really encapsulated that well. Yeah, the, the experience of, you know, of coming out to your family or, or you know, the civil rights movement. Like, there's so, there's so much in that movie about acceptance and, you know, just trying to fit in and be accepted by the world around you, and it's... And how divisive that can mm-hmm. be, um, and how you can be looked down upon just for being different. Different. Yeah, and, and yeah, it, it is a strong message. If if you have not watched that movie recently, I highly encourage you to go back and watch X Two because I think it holds up very very well today. And I agree with you of the of the original three. I think it is the best of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and you know, sets up our girl Jean Grey in a big way. Oh man, I remember the end of two. I was oh, so excited. God. Let me tell I you, I was so the the bird uh, in the water. I before I saw the movie, I read the novelization. Of oh the really? The novelization is based on an alternate draft of the script, where she does not sacrifice herself. She goes blind and. It, it was a dummy version of the script that that was going around so that the actual ending didn't get out. And that's the one they used to write the novelization. So even after reading the book, 
I did not know that that was going to happen in the movie. So I'm sitting in the theater going, wait, what? What's happening? This is not. This is not what was in the book. What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, that's was, awesome though. It was a pretty. What, awesome I bet experience. that was one hell of a surprise. Yeah, the rest was, of us who didn't even read it were like, "Oh my god, this is quite amazing!" The swerve. Yeah. And then what you're expecting one thing, but then yeah, you're no. like, "Psych!" She went blind <laughs> and she survived, and she was there in the White House when they were talking to the president. And then you see it in the theater. And you go, "Wait, what's happening? This this is not how this happened." Oh god. <laughs> uh maybe awesome yeah it was super super cool uh so we, i i assume you're with me in saying that x2 ranks above x-men yeah yeah i mean again one one is important because it paves the way mm-hmm. it sets you up but it, it's the same thing yeah, with gets, like it, almost all first movies yeah the it first gets you movies. familiar with the characters that way it's like the backstory you, back you don't have to reintroduce up. them you so can then just you jump can take into it this- characters and then do something with yeah, them exactly i agree with you 150 percent and they yeah so that moves us on to your favorite may 26 2006 x-men the last stand the discovery of a cure for mutations leads to a turning point for mutants they na- may now choose to give up their powers and become fully human or retain their uniqueness and remain isolated War looms between the followers of Charles Xavier, who preaches tolerance, and those of Magneto, who advocates survival of the fittest. This could have been so much better. <laughs> this could have been so okay. much better. They uh, had such a good story. Well, they had such a good starting point of this story. And then we're like, let's just take everything you guys know and poo-poo on it and do it wrong and just... <laughs> Just go way off base. and Okay, there were some missteps. I will agree with you. Some of it feels a little rushed and a little, you know, it's a little weird. It is weird trying to shoehorn a lot of different storylines in together. I guess they were just worried that they weren't going to be able to do anymore. So they're like, I let's mean, just get there, it all at there one. There is that fear. Um, you know, but I think they also wanted to try to round out the story and finish a trilogy because you're right they didn't know if they were going to do anymore so it was like okay we we've done the first movie with the setup of these characters we did the second movie which really developed the characters a lot and and you know moved their place in the world forward now we need we're going to try to do a third movie and close it out so we need to go out with a bang so this needs to be the big fight the big battle this is the same argument we had when we talked about this movie versus the first time. <laughs> so for me, I can see where this third movie was that this just needs to be the conflict and everybody needs to be at odds with each other and they need to fight for their freedom. And so I see why that happened, but yes, I agree. They shoehorned a lot into this movie instead of maybe just focusing on that, you know, the cure storyline and the Dark Phoenix storyline, there's a lot of ish going on in this movie. Hollywood, are you listening? Come a little closer. Now, Come a little closer. Now, Leave, I'm going to warn you. Be careful what you here, say here because go. you might not get that movie deal. One of my wrestling trainers, actually a couple of my wrestling trainers, have given me this advice in Hollywood. Directors, writers, you listening? Sometime, less is more. 
you don't have to blow your load all in this one match. Like they say, don't give everything you do away. Don't do try to do everything in one time because then you have nothing else to follow it with. You, you've, you've seen it all. You've done it all. It's too much. We forgot half of the stuff you just showed us because you just try to throw too much in. Less is more. You can take strip away some of that bullshit you added in there and focus on the meatier, <laughs> stronger parts. Flesh out the smaller parts. Make those mean more. Instead of just going, well, let's add a dash of this. Add a dash of this. Ooh, let's all of this. <sighs> and it's just, just too much. It was too much. Less is more. Sometimes. A lot of the time. I will agree with you. You were, yes. X3. Less is more. They did throw a lot at the wall to see what sticks. And not everything stuck. However, okay, so where would you say this ranks? This is definitely below X2 and X1. Last place. <laughs> like well, 100%. No, there's, there might be other one other movie that might be last place. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it below. And we'll leave some room, and we may move some stuff around. Um, so here's the thing. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. We uh, we did. We got X Men: The Last Stand, but then we move on to X Men Origins Wolverine, May first, two thousand nine. Leading up to the events of X Men, X Men Origins Wolverine tells the story of Wolverine's epically violent and romantic past his complex relationship with victor creed and the ominous weapon x program along the way wolverine encounters many mutants both familiar and new including surprise appearances by several legends of the x-men universe i couldn't get through that without laughing i was trying to react to you there it shouldn't be funny but like this this description is so much more serious than the movie actually ended up being. I, it just. I felt like it was going in the right direction, and then it just went. <laughs> like I don't. Oh, I don't know what happened. Again, I, I feel like that was probably too many cooks in the kitchen. Uh, yeah, I agree that you were absolutely one correct. One cook was like, let's do this idea. Let's do this. You know, I got this thing with this person and these characters. But this cook's like, well, why don't we do this? And yeah. then this cook's like, well, if we're going to do this, why don't we do this? And then this other cook's like, well, no, I just kind of wanted to do this with my recipe. And it's like, no, we got to do this and this and this. And then it's just too many people had too many different ideas. And they just went. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, yeah, I just, it was a weird film. Some of the CGI was really bad. Well. <laughs> like, really. They, they, I felt like oh. they were trying to take some risk. They're like, let's try to take some risk with this. And Yeah, but like, you know, one of the first time he sees his metal cloth and it looked like cartoons sticking out of his hand, like... <laughs> It's not good. It's not good at all. Like it's just I don't know Again, what happened. They they were taking some risks that with just, cartoon claws? That was a bust. Yeah, there were just some weird, weird things. The de aging of Patrick Stewart at the end was 
not their best attempt at that. Um, again, it was another thing where they tried to shoehorn a lot of characters in. Yeah, again, Ryan Reynolds at the very beginning was perfect. Ryan Reynolds, the ultimate Wade Wilson. But He's then, amazing. And then... Then, like, we, we, forgot, we forgot how to read, and we don't, <laughs> we don't know what this character is, so we're just going to make him up. Okay, just, just. I think that's what it was. Like, I, I maybe they just stopped with their research, or uh, again, maybe it was that one cook that was like, "What if?" Okay, uh-huh. instead of actually making him the character he's supposed to be, making him the Deadpool, mm-hmm. let's make him like this weird project mix of like fifteen different he's characters. That makes no sense he's at all. He's a pool of mutant powers, and all the mutant powers are swimming around in the pool. <laughs> He's a dead like, pool. I, I just want to know, like, when you're in that meeting. Yeah. And I get a lot of times when you're you're in a corporate when you're in a corporate world, you're mm-hmm. in a corporation. Sometimes yep. you don't feel comfortable enough saying, you know, maybe we shouldn't. That's not a good idea. <laughs> like, let's say, like, the main boss is like, guys, let's just take all the powers, yeah, yeah. all of them, and put them into Deadpool. Just throw it and in the blender like, and let it spin. And then he's instead of, of saying, them. you know, you know, Deadpool's a pretty strong character by himself. People know him. People love him. Let's just keep him as he should be. And you just go, yeah. I just unfortunately, I feel like in that That's movie, a good idea. In that movie, if they didn't give them some sort of monster, super powered thing to fight at the end, it just would have been. Wolverine slicing up a bunch of military dudes. Like <laughs> there probably wouldn't have been any challenge anywhere. I know why. I know why they did it. Make it a character that doesn't exist. Yeah, I, make it I know, your own character. I get that. Yeah, I know why they did it structurally, but why did they do it that way? Yeah, like yeah. you take one of the most popular characters in mm-hmm. the comic world at the time, because I was working in a comic book store at the time. He is legit one of the most com like popular comic book characters yeah. right next to Harley Quinn and you take that and you're like let's just completely change what you love about him. Yeah. Completely change it. Take it away and add other stuff to it. You'll be fine because it's a name. It's fine. It's, it's like the Halle Berry Catwoman. Just because you give her the name Catwoman doesn't mean that she's Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a whole true. other conversation. <laughs> so, Leva, where should we put X-Men Origins? Oh, God. Is, is that it above or below? After? I, I feel like it has to be after. It has to be. It is so, so much like worse. in the very bottom? At least below X3. It is worse than X3. Come on now. At least okay. X3 At least X three closed out the storyline of the first three movies. What is the <laughs> redeeming factor of X-Men Origins Wolverine? Ryan Reynolds in the beginning. Oh, and uh, Hugh Jackman shirtless. You have so many more better opportunities for that, though. True. That's true. We get that back. They give it to me later, so. The, he, he had better physique <laughs> in other movies. All right, I'm putting it below. It's below. Okay. It is now I'm officially. Cool with that. I'm okay. It's now I'm, officially below. Like, that was like a period of a few years where it was just like. Yeah, that movie wasn't great. But then I then. feel like we turned it around in 2011. June 3rd, 2011. X-Men First Class hits theaters. Before Charles Xavier and Eric Lencher took the names Professor X and Magneto, 
they were two young men discovering their powers for the first time. Before they were arch nemeses, arch enemies, arch nem uh, or They were they were against each other. They were closest of friends, working together with other mutants, some familiar, some new, to stop the greatest threat the world has ever known. In the process, a rift between them opened, which began the eternal war between Magneto's Brotherhood and Professor X's X-Men. Reading some of these descriptions and saying the words, you're like, this really sounds ridiculous. I can't believe I love this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I thoroughly uh, enjoyed this little, movie. Little known fact, my blue pants gear is based on the design from their gear from the movie. Oh, cool. Except for instead of like Kevlar and like that yeah. thick leathery material, it was spandex. And then because it was spandex, I wanted to combine the original colors of the comic and cartoon yeah. with that design. So if you look at the, the actual design and yeah. like the lines and stuff, it's actually designed off of the first class. That's awesome. But and I now just it's iconic, it comic Leva. Your huh? blue pants are iconic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they there are. There you go. Yeah. A little low enough fact. That's only amazing. only reason why people didn't realize it was X Men gear is because when I like legit about two to three minutes before going out of the curtain, they go, "Oh, you have the X Men X." Well, yeah. They're like, "That's that's copyright. You can't have that on TV." And I'm like, "It's actually not the real one. <laughs> we made it similar but different." They're like, "It's really close. Could you hide it?" And I'm like, "Can I just roll it?" down because i don't have time to change yeah. they're like perfect so legit i rolled my x down so that's why my and my blue pants, pants was born kind of weird <laughs> that's so funny and then every time for a year and a half later i had to pin my x down and hide it i was a secret x-man i was being discriminated on because of my x <laughs> oh my factor gosh. oh my lord that's amazing that's amazing. Fun little facts that you learn. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought Matthew Vaughn did a great job. I love the setting, that swinging 60s vibe yes. of yes. the whole thing. Yes, that uh, was fun. I'm glad we went oh. back. We went back in time. And like, let's just kind of slightly yeah. scrub it clean, but yeah. not. We still are connected with the, the first one, the first trilogy, but right. we're our own thing. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I think when this one came it, out, it we gave a know... structure, but some freedom to play with, at least it for the actors and because, the writers. Because it went so far back that it could potentially connect with the the first trilogy. But didn't they but have, didn't have to. Patrick Stewart in the first one in the first class? No, didn't... he was not. I thought they had a thing where it's like the two faces show. No, no, oh wait, no, that, no. Was, that was that was another movie yeah. later, right? Yeah. Where the yes. two faces of the same person were there? Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, first Wrong class, movie, my bad. First class was just the, the, new, the new actors. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it told a really good backstory. The The I'm chemistry very between... very happy with the, the actors' portrayals. I was going to say, the like character... Magneto the, and uh, Michael Fassbender and James Avery. The, uh, the chemistry between James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender... McAvoy, yeah. Were, it, it was amazing. I remember his last name. Yeah, it was so good. I thought they did a really great job. You know, my least my least favorite part of that movie was sadly January Jones as Emma Frost. Really? I thought yeah, she looked she, I didn't she feel like she was a... fantastic. She looked like the character. I did not like her acting in the movie. 
<laughs> I thought it was very <laughs> flat. And I don't know if that was a choice, trying to make Emma Frost cold and just shut off. But I feel like it missed they the mark. They should have more bitch route. I feel like, like it like, definitely like comic books. Like, missed like, the mark I, I get me. how sometimes... I, I get the understanding where some where some actors are like, well, no, I don't want to read the source material because I want to mm-hmm. make it my own. But then you're kind of you're basing a character off of a very popular source material, and you should right. probably read the source material. Yeah, and I'm, I, I'm like, if I was cast as a comic book character, I would read everything about the comic book character mm-hmm. personally, just so because as a as a geek, as a nerd, as someone who's into that. When I see it on a screen, I want to see something that reminds me of what I've read or the cartoons or, you know what I mean, of something yeah. that I'm connected with. And I don't know. I, I never really got into her her style of acting or, or did she read about the character? Did she not read about the character? Was that was she directed to be like that? And that could have not been her at all. It could have been the direction she got. It could have been this. But, yeah, no, she was – no, they could have done so much more with that character, and that was it was a throwaway. Yeah, I hundred percent throwaway I, character. I just to you. say you have her. Yeah, she looked great. And but... and think about it. If like one of my favorite things was that love triangle. Like like oh, with her she's with Scott, Scott, and then like you know what I mean. But like Scott's not even born at this point. You know, like should have been like it was like old aunt or something <laughs> like by the time they would have if they're yeah, yeah, yeah. if they would have kept that you know what i mean yeah, like i know no, they I didn't mean. go that direction or anything with them but if like could have or i don't know right they would they're not in the same timeline yeah and I, and i they, they would never have connected that is one of uh, like you like hey grandma you hot that's you one of the big up? thing that people say about the the movies is that the timeline doesn't really add up oh, they're jumping 10 years every one of these next films, you know, and they don't get any older. How do they become Well, you know, no, they Patrick do. Stewart and they do Kellen? get older. They do get older, but it's not like they jumped 10 years, you know? Because honestly, the, the, the last, what, First Class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, and Dark Phoenix allegedly take place over the course of 40 years. These actors did not age 40 years in those movies. And for me, I just chalk that up to the comics have been going, comic books have a different timeline. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, our characters in the comics may exist in every decade, but they don't necessarily age like we age. Yeah. I get that. So for me, I don't even like a soap opera. Yeah. I don't really pay attention to that. Oh, it's cool. The setting is the seventies. It doesn't bother me that the characters haven't really aged. I think that's yeah. fine. Because, because I'm a comic book geek and I just accept those things. I get that. Because I, get I think that. it's yeah, that, sometimes I think the setting. I didn't even think about that because like I just watched Dark Phoenix last night and the and Beast like mm-hmm. Hank only looks like maybe ten at the most at the most ten years older than yeah. he was when you and first that, met and him. And that's supposed like, to be thirty that's years later. Like Twenty to thirty years later. Yeah. It's supposed to take place in the 90s. So he's like, so, he looks, let me know your skincare regimen he's a, then. He's a beast. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so I feel like it's it's on comic book time, those movies. And I feel like the mass public doesn't necessarily understand that like you and I do. Yeah. 
And so I think they get hung up on okay. the time. Watch line. Days of Our Lives, man. Yeah, it's like Mar- Marlene on Days of Our Lives hasn't aged in literally 35 years. So. <laughs> uh, so then our next film was in 2013, July 26th. Oh, wait, we got to rank this one. Where do we want uh, First Class? Oh, man. Uh, I say it's above X1, below X2. I was, yes, I was about to say exactly okay. that above X1. Below two. Okay, great. We're in agreement. I can't believe we agree, but hey. let's keep going. Uh, July 26, 2013, The Wolverine. Lord to, to a Japan he hasn't seen since World War II, a century-old mutant Wolverine finds himself in a shadowy realm of Yakuza and Samurai. Well, Wolverine is pushed to his physical and emotional brink when he is forced to go on the run with a powerful industrialist daughter and is confronted for the first time with the prospect of death. As he struggles to rediscover the hero within himself, he must grapple with powerful foes and the ghosts of his own haunted past. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so I, this is the one in Japan, this right? This is the then? one in Japan. Yeah, I like this one a lot. I, I like remember the I've of this saw, one. I think I saw this one in theater a couple times because I really liked it that much. Yeah. Yeah, I like. I don't remember exactly why I thought it was bad. Maybe it's just because it was so much better than one. I was like, "Wow, this is so much better than Wolverine one." Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Far and away, well above that one. Um, It was just just solid. Yeah, it was solid. It was fun. Yeah, the ending was a little cheesy with the silver samurai robot, but I thought I didn't mind it. Yeah, you didn't. I didn't mind I it. it was yeah, a again, it's I been a long a time cheesy. since I've seen it, so maybe now I didn't mind it. <laughs> I definitely did I not remember, enjoy again, Viper I saw it in the theater all. several times. Yeah, I definitely saw it a couple yeah. times in the okay. theaters. I didn't enjoy Viper. I thought she was terrible, and you can tell that her all of her dialogue was dubbed by someone else. Uh, so it's not great. Oh, but, I didn't even notice that. God, oh I didn't go back and watch God. that. I didn't I, have time I watched, to watch all I watched, of them. I watched some of them recently during the quarantine, uh, uh okay that does not hold up her you can tell she has been 80 yard to hell by somebody else uh because it does not match the lip flap at all it is no bueno no bueno at all really mm-hmm. now if if this is the movie that you want to say uh hugh jackman in then i'll give oh yeah no here's, here's i remember a, that this was a movie where i found out like in order for him to look so ripped he wouldn't drink water yeah like, he, i was about to say that's like, my uh, trivia for this is that he i can't even remember he let's see he did not consume any liquid for 36 hours before filming his shirtless scenes i don't know how he did 36 hours how did he not die like that's crazy to me that's so crazy it is that it is, is commitment to a role uh, but it definitely showed. Like, <laughs> he definitely, his physique was on point in that movie. I mean. Ridiculously on point. So, if you want to if you want to give your Hugh Jackman's body shout out to this film. I mean. I'll let, I'll let that one go. They were like. <laughs> this, is the, this is the one that you deserve I mean, that in. Like, not, not that is almost ridiculous. It's so, he's so ripped. That is like, like it's. Yeah, it's he's... definitely distracting in both a very good way <laughs> and like almost bad because you're like I'm completely taken out because this is not 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 a human like no rip. He's like, the Wolverine. <sighs> no, yeah. but yeah, I'm glad he's okay. Uh, he did not die in yeah, the making no. of this film because 
not drinking any sort of liquids for 36 hours. Like I tried to go like and, several, and nope, several hours without liquids to see so I could get ripped. It's not good. Yeah, I, it's I, not I bueno. Never. No. I, I... <laughs> it's bad. It's very. What very do you bad. do? Like, do you do you get an IV? Like, no, you, you don't get. I don't think you get anything. Sleep a lot. I don't. I think you. Yeah, I think you just have to lay around because what would you have the energy for? You don't want to expend too much energy or water. Like, you just can't do anything. You just gotta just sit there and take it easy. You. Okay. Just relax. So, all right, Hugh, we're gonna do your shirtless scene for this this part uh this day so you need to plan your no water around these scenes so just plan your day calendar plan your day um okay so then may 23rd 2014 x-men oh we got to rank that one sorry yeah i was saying you didn't rank it uh okay where would you like this film where would you like the wolverine uh under first class under first class above x1 yeah yeah I could go for that. I could agree with that. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a good movie. I'll let yeah. it go there. No, I really liked it. I remember, like, yeah, just being maybe just because one was so bad, Origins was so bad that like this was like <laughs> any Wolverine wow, movie has to be better like than that Citizen one. Kane. Man, this is so good. <laughs> I wouldn't like, go that far, but it it was very comparing good. It, it was shot very well know? too. It was very cinematic. I also enjoyed the framing. Uh, a lot of the homages to the comic book panels. I think it was done really, really well. Yeah. So then May 23rd, 2014, X-Men, Days of Future Past. The X-Men send Wolverine to the past in a desperate effort to change history and prevent an event that results in doom for both humans and mutants. So this is the one that you were talking about where the two Xaviers meet. Ah, okay, that was it. Yeah, when they... yeah that was cool that's that that was super iconic for me because it's like oh yeah yeah like because again i was very happy with both both you know castings of them so having them to meet and then well that's the only opportunity for the original cast and the new cast to meet like that's the only character that has that opportunity and it's it is a super cool moment when they sort of mind meld with each other yeah I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I thought it was really well done. I thought the time travel, the the time travel was wonky in in the, you know, Kitty Pride and, you know, the future doesn't take hold until you come back. That all seemed very, I don't know. That's a very unique take on time travel and changing the timeline. But I think it worked. I think it was super fun. It was fine. It was fine. Probably not my favorite uh, time travel movie but it wasn't by far the worst either like when it comes to time traveling and then the fact that it's the x-men you kind of forgive it a little bit because and if you read any comic (laughs) you're like okay lots of crazy time traveling going on in the comics and going forward and you know going backwards and all sorts of craziness so this is the first time we got to see quicksilver that was cool that was real cool he that was real cool um the scene where he's running through the pentagon was amazing oh yeah that was that movie wasn't it okay yeah the super slow-mo just pushing the bullets and moving the pots and pans and punching the security guards in the face super cool i think it was a really really that was an awesome scene just super awesome 
I'm gonna lie, I thought his casting at first was one of those. I it wasn't like, oh my god, I can't believe they cast him. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. Yeah, was it stunt casting? Uh, but or, then you saw yeah. him in action. You saw saw him do his thing. You're like, okay, I get it now. I like him. Yeah, yeah, I think he was yeah. great. I really enjoy this movie. You, you know, I, I think you know what I Peter liked about Dinklage it. Did a great job. What did you like about? Oh, I know what you liked about it. I like that basically it means that X three never X3. existed. I love it. It never existed. <laughs> uh, we're revisiting this argument. I'm like, thank you, <laughs> thank Listen, you for fixing that. It did. It did, did retcon a bunch of things. Yeah. It brought Gene back. It brought Scott back. A lot of things happened differently, and it's fine. I think it. I think it made a much brighter outlook on the future of the X Men, and I think that's okay. Yay. I think that's kind of what they they deserved. Yeah, you know? they're like, we messed up. Let's fix it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have the. Whatever. Whatever. I'll let you have this one. It's fine. Where would you rank X Men: Days of Future Past? Oh God, this is starting to get fuzzy. You it know? is. It's getting tough. It's getting tough at this point. Uh, definitely better than X Three. Oh my God. Like, I feel like for what they accomplished, it's better than X One. I yes. almost say it's better than First Class. Like I think it's better than First Class, but not as good as X Two. I'm cool with that. I'll accept that. Yeah. Because I feel like you've probably seen this way since I have. So mm-hmm. I'm probably not the best to I, I just, say. For I know me, I've cosplayed from it. X, X2 <laughs> is very high up there just because the storyline's really good. It's acted really well. It It's very poignant. Kind of makes you think. Uh, but Days of Future Past, what they accomplished with the two casts and hitting some historical references and time frame and it just it it's a movie that i could watch over and over again i feel like now listening to you and just having this conversation i actually want to go back and watch it now it's just it's one of those movies that is fun and really well done and if it's on i'm gonna watch it because i it's yeah i I definitely want to rewatch it again. not necessarily all of these would i stop to watch the whole thing but that one if it's on i would stop and watch it no there's some i I would turn off (laughs) i would run out of the room maybe leave my (laughs) house no not my eyes my eyes they're burning uh and then in 2016 may 27th 2016 x-men apocalypse hits the theaters following the Wait, critically was that before or after deadpool are you not counting deadpool in these uh i was gonna put deadpool in a category of its own okay spinoff okay. category uh okay. following the critically acclaimed global smash hit x-men days of future past uh the x-men uh, brian singer returns with x-men apocalypse since the dawn of civilization he was worshipped as a god apocalypse the first and most powerful mutant from marvel's x-men universe amassed the powers of many other mutants becoming immortal and invincible Upon awakening after thousands of years, he is disillusioned with the world as he finds it and recruits a team of powerful mutants, including a disheartened Magneto, to cleanse mankind and create a new world order over which he will reign. As the fate of the Earth hangs in the balance, Raven, with the help of Professor X, must lead a team of young X-Men to stop their greatest nemesis and save mankind from complete destruction. This one I don't remember very well. 
I watched I think this is the, the one I've watched the least. third of it last night after watching Phoenix because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen Phoenix yet. So after that, I was like, let me go ahead. I don't remember. I think I only saw it once in the theater. Yeah, I and don't remember it that was well. it. So I was like, let me watch a little bit of this until I can't stay up anymore. So I ended up watching it a little bit. Um, it wasn't bad. I remember Josh was going off about it, saying he hated it. <laughs> oh, okay. He really hated it. Um, I don't understand why he hated it. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Apocalypse. I love the Age of Apocalypse uh, storyline. Yeah. I read all of that. Um, I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. I thought it was a solid. What I saw of it was solid. There's things solid I, I could have changed. movie. I would have changed. Like, I... I understand the choices they made with Apocalypse himself, mm-hmm. but I felt it's very stiff. And I get it. He's supposed to be this ancient god. And he was probably like, literally mutant. stiff. He probably But it, it was very stiff. And I felt like his <laughs> disciples were very stiff. Nay, like just the performance, you know. Just... <laughs> he probably couldn't move very well in all that costume. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um I did really enjoy the young the the young team. Uh, when Jean, you get Jean in there, you get Scott. Uh, I love, I love Nightcrawler. I thought, I actually really liked, was it Nightcrawler in the third one? Is uh, that when we finally get? Two. Nightcrawler was an X2. X2, okay. I really enjoyed his performance of it too. Yeah. Uh, but this one, he was just so endearing. He was just so like. Agreed. Poor thing is so innocent. I agree. Uh, yeah. So. I, th- yeah, I, I, I really seeing, enjoyed the young ca- like like the younger the cast new... of this movie a yes, lot. Like I feel like they were the ones to save the movie for me. Now obviously like Xavier is wonderful and 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 Mystique is wonderful and and so is Beast and Magneto. I feel like there's never a bad performance from those people, you know, but I'm just I I can see why people were like, meh. But I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it so much. I understood a little bit where they were coming from. I would have just made a few different choices. Yeah. But I, I think, enjoyed the young cast a lot. You know, like, I'm looking over here in really chat and, and I'm me. seeing that people say they were disappointed in Apocalypse himself. You know, yeah. the most feared and indestructible mutant. Uh, and he just seemed a little weak. Uh, which, I, you know, I can... I can see that. He wasn't necessarily as physically as imposing as he has been in past depictions. Um, yeah, I, I didn't mind that. I don't know. Maybe it's just, I, mean, I don't they, know. I feel just, like they worked it into the it story that terrible. He Again, wasn't, it wasn't like X3 terrible or anything like that. Right. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't my cup of tea. I feel like they worked it in the story that he was just reawakening and hadn't reacquired all of his power yet. He was, yeah, he was so, asleep from like, yeah, how many a, centuries? A, a lot. <laughs> a long time. And I don't know. Uh, I mean, he was also just getting planned into a new body, so he hasn't even really got to fill himself out. That's true. To be honest, that's right. You he know went to mean? sleep so... right after he got transferred. So like yeah, he got I transferred. Could see where that would I, be. That, I mean, again, I watched the very beginning of the movie, and yeah, that's yeah. where the it collapsed, right. and his disciples saved him. I do love the idea of the disciples. I think that was really cool. Um, I, I love that they used Angel, gave him the metal wing. Yeah. So I love like that little shout out, the Archangel. Yeah, I love that. Like small things. I just don't know if I would have chose the other people that they chose. I would have. It was a weird assortment of horsemen, definitely. Yeah, I would. I mean, I understand you want to introduce people and put them in the movie, but it just doesn't. Yeah, I agree. I, I would have chose other people. I think there were some good ideas in this movie. Yes. Um, but yeah, I could see where they maybe not 
didn't connect the dots all that yeah, well. Yeah, like I just don't. I didn't, there was I wasn't a big fan of Storm being it. Psylocke was okay, but so she was better than Storm, I thought. And who was the fourth? Oh, fourth one, Magneto. Magneto yeah. was fine, I guess. Because he's, you know. I mean, I, I, we keep going my back thing to the is, Magneto. Magneto well. Why did you try to have a family and a kid? He knew it was going to end bad. <laughs> You're not wrong. Because we keep, like, we just keep going back to the Magneto well and just. He's a bad guy. He's a good guy. He's a bad guy. He's a good guy. He's a bad guy. It and it's sucks. like, you can try to have a family, which is great. But then, of course, it's going to set him up to die. And yep. that's going to send you to be bad again. And mm-hmm. just like, you could have avoided that and just not have the family. Yeah. That's terrible. It sucks. Terrible that really advice sucks. from Lima Bates. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lima, where would no, you rank? Like, I'll be honest. Why I was watching it last night, just because I was like, all right, well, I understand what's going on. We're going to get attached to his family to watch him die. And I remember this part. So, I legit fast forward all of that. Yeah. Then, I, I, you know what? I also was a little bit mm, when uh, Apocalypse comes in. Like, Eric walks in, boom, 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 to like, the the mill where he was working and they, they were the ones that told the cops on him right? right and he was gonna like extract his revenge you know imagine your daughter your sons your moms your your wife and now imagine what it feels like when they will wake up tomorrow without having you and he's about to kill the fuck out of them it's gonna be great and then apocalypse shows up boom 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 they're like well who are you and he's like I'm here for you. He's like, well, let me finish this real quick, okay? And he's like, he took the kill away from him. If I was Magneto, I'd be like, listen here, you bring them back to life so I can do that. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. This is my kill, bitch. How dare you? I would not have joined them. I'm sorry. Yeah, you you might have decimated them in two seconds, but that was my kill. That was my revenge. How dare you extract my revenge? I know so, you're trying to do this as a favor, but this is cathartic. Okay. All right. So then we would have had three factions. Yes. Three factions. <laughs> and then Xavier and Magneto would have had to fall together because the enemy of my enemy is exactly. my <laughs> and We've already done that, though, didn't we? We've done this multiple Next times. Next two, yeah. This triangle just keeps happening over and over and over again. Yeah. But that's just how it's going to be. Uh, Leva, where would you rank X-Men Apocalypse? Still above X3? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everything's above X3. Okay. Except All right. for maybe Wolverine. Okay. Uh, is it below X1? Uh, no, I really enjoyed the young cast. But, yeah. I mean, X1 is kind of... We don't want to discredit just because it is cheesy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's around that. It's around that area. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let you decide. Ooh. Because again, I, I really enjoyed. If, like, okay. If given the choice, I think I would watch X Men before I watch X Men Apocalypse. Okay. So I think Apocalypse. I guess. Again, I'm a little bit. I'm below. a little. There's a few things I'd be like. Why are you getting mad? He did that. Stop. What are you doing this? So Caliban was cool. Yeah, Caliban was Caliban. cool. I, I really enjoyed their the portrayal of Caliban in this movie. I remember seeing him again last night. I was like, oh, that, I remember mm-hmm. him. You're awesome. Speaking of Caliban, he's he is also in our uh, our next film. March 3rd, 2017, Logan hits theaters. 
In the near future, a weary Logan cares for an ailing Professor X in a hideout on the Mexican border. But Logan's attempts to hide from the world and his legacy are upended when a young mutant arrives, being pursued by dark forces. I remember I saw this, what, two or three times in the theater? This movie is heavy. It's heavy, but really well done. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, I really loved the the second Wolverine, but this one, I just think movie quality-wise is better. Oh, 150%. Yeah, like it's just so well done. I, oh. Yeah, the, this movie... It's yes. not one of those you can just sit and watch and be like, I'm going to watch a movie and feel good about myself. No, I can't. mean, you no. may want to get uh-uh. yourself emotionally prepared before you sit down yeah, and this movie watch this over and over. But emotional than, uh, it, than it's, all the it's, others. It's heavy because so many bad things. I mean, <laughs> frankly, this movie is more of a drama than any of the other films have been. Yes. I, uh, I 100% agree with that. You know, And maybe this- that's why it just appealed to so many people because it wasn't just like superpowers and action it was just it was more of a story of humanity within a mutant yeah you know what i mean this is this is a story of a man despite if he has powers or not you know this is a story of end of his journey this is a story Mm -hmm. end of fucking uh everyone's journey i mean if you look at xavier and everyone else it's just it's uh towards the end and you're just tired and you're exhausted and just so many things have happened in your life and you're just oh we all feel like that that is logan encapsulate how we all feel in 2020 (laughs) oh my gosh you could be right you you very well (laughs) could be right we're on the brink uh yeah this movie's great i I compare this this is like the marvel equivalent of this is not gonna make a lot of sense but to me it's the marvel equivalent of batman begins because i feel like batman begins was a really good film with a batman subplot and this is like this is like a really good dramatic film with an x-men subplot yeah, you know, basically like, with the canvas. It's like you're, you're yes. here. This is a page of superheroes, but we're going to make, make yeah, a story. This is a really just, great movie of, that just happens to be about superheroes exactly. in their lives. Uh, and 100%. I think, and I think the acting in this one is so, so well done. You know, Patrick Stewart is kind of heartbreaking in this film. You know, he's just falling apart, and it's uh, it's hard to watch. Um, but you also know that that's very real and, uh, and that's, uh, it's very, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I I don't even know how to describe it. Like it just makes you feel. And that makes me, uh, I don't know. I, I, Oh my God. Okay. So I just saw dark Phoenix last night for the first time ever. And it makes so much Logan makes so much more sense to me now. Oh, Okay. I w- I'm very interested to hear that. Uh, Logan's a great Oh, film. my God. I didn't even think about All right, stuff well, like that. We're, we're about to get there. So, okay. Logan, where would you rank Logan? I, I need to see it's your t- list because I don't tough. even know where anything is it's anymore. It's tough because it is so different from all the other films. I would, I'd, it needs to be high up. I, that's what I was going to say. I, 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 I'm going back and forth on is it better than X2 or is X2 because of the the bigger picture and the themes and all that stuff, is that the the stronger message 
but I just I don't uh, I don't know. I it's it's tough. It's really really tough to to decide. I mean, just because it is such a different genre, yeah. I'd almost not put it as number one, just because it's like the movie that's not the superhero movie is yeah, number yeah. one. But I mean, it is just solid. Like, it is I would such put it a as solid it film. Is, it like, is at the top on of, its own. of movie lists. You know, like best films ever, I would put Logan up there. It's like on a separate list. <laughs> that's the thing about it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know. it's it's definitely up there. I, it's, really, I, it's really tough. Because I mean, it also it's just like two just has such a place in my heart because it was just so good, you know. Like and as a, a one of the beginnings of a superhero genre in film, you know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. feel like if two would have tanked, then we wouldn't have had like the Iron Mans and the the Captain Americas and the Avengers and. Yeah. 20 million Batman movies and the attempt, the failed attempts yep. of DC universe within film, you know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel I like it, if without X one and X two, we wouldn't have had any of these things. Yeah. And so that gives it its own like prestige, but movie wise, not taking the fact that is X-Men and what it is placed in history. Logan is probably a better film. Yeah. So are we ranking like on just it's pure tough, film man. or its importance in the world of superhero movies? I, do we tie them? Are they tied? I I don't know are if they, I would boot two like, in the Logan. Two in the like, Logan, you think? Just just eking out just by a hair. I just feel like it's 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 so tough. We're contribution gonna get, we're to gonna the get genre. either way. I'm, you know what, I'm, I'm saying that. But if you feel like you want to put it as one, I will not argue that. I, I, I will, I will, I will follow you. No, I, I, I will put it as two. Okay. Because I, I agree with you in that it is a very specific niche film. Uh, X two did have an impact on this genre. I feel film. like if there was no X2, we, we wouldn't have MCU. Yeah, team films, I don't know, would have gone anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you 150% on that. Uh, so, yeah, I think X2 definitely ranks up there. Let's move on to Dark Phoenix. This Which film, I just saw last night this film for got the first back, time ever. <laughs> pushed back and pushed back and pushed back and finally got released on June 7th, 2019. This is the story of one of the X-Men's most beloved characters, Jean Grey. She evolves into the iconic Dark Phoenix. During a life-threatening rescue mission in space, Jean is hit by a cosmic force that transforms her into one of the most powerful mutants of all. Wrestling with this increasingly unstable power as well as her own personal demons, Jean spirals out of control, tearing the X-Men family apart and threatening to destroy the very fabric of our planet. The film is the most intense and emotional X-Men movie ever made. It is the culmination of 20 years of X-Men movies as the family of mutants that we've come to know and love must face their most devastating enemy yet, one of their own. I watched it last night and I don't understand the hate. Like, a lot of people were bitching about it and I actually really enjoyed it. Same. Like, Completely. Same, there same, same. There was a couple of slow parts, but I feel like the slow parts were integral to to lead up 
Yeah. To the more dramatic parts. You know what I mean? Like, I 100% agree with you. Yes. Like, I, I don't understand why people were complaining about it. What I don't know what they were expecting or wanting because I got pretty much what I was expecting. I think, I think people wanted more comic booky Phoenix. You know, I, I, she was I, so much better than three. Like it oh, was almost, it was super yes. accurate. Yeah, like I agree. I feel like the the anger, the rage, the the special yeah, we effects saw were the, really we good. Saw, listen, Fomka did a great job playing some of that turmoil, but I think Sophie Turner just really, you know, she had a lot of emotional range and got to play yeah. a lot of things. I, again, moments. I feel bad for the original Jean Grey just because I feel like she was just in stuck in terrible writing and direction. Right. You know, that wasn't no, her fault. I, no, it wasn't. She's a great actress. Because what, with I've what seen she, her in other things. She I, given... I liked her other stuff as Jean. You know, like, it's just. Yeah. I think w- with what she was given, she did the best she could do with what she, she could, was given. Yes. I mean, if you, you know? got shitty writing, that's all you can do is yeah. just trying to make the best yeah. of it. And, and I think she did her homework and she did her research and she brought the best performance of that script that she could. Mm-hmm. It's not her fault. I 100% yeah. do not blame Fomka Jansen for that. Uh, I think Sophie Turner did an amazing job. I, I think, again, yeah, I think I, James McAvoy nailed it as Xavier in this one. The, yeah. the, the turmoil... Okay, so if you haven't seen this, uh, turn it off right now or just pause it real quick. Because talking about Logan, I'm like... And Logan, you're like, why is Xavier out by himself? Why is he not at the school? Why is he? And then this movie happens and he kind of leaves the mm-hmm. school because he he realized he made some choices that he has to live with. And and just it just hit me just now. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm like, that's why he's not at the school. He moved on. He retired and moved on with life. And that's why he's all by himself. And that makes so much sense in Mo- Logan. Now yeah, he's a could. little bit like... He carries his past sins and regrets with them because he's like, you know what? She is no longer with us. I thought it was doing the right thing by protecting her, but lying to her actually opened up this whole can of worms. Mm-hmm. And now she's no longer with us. Whether she's dead or not, that's yet to you know be seen. Right, right. Yeah, Maybe yeah. she's in space, you know, doing her thing. But you know what I mean? He probably carries that guilt, and the fact that he carries the guilt of Raven. And, and everyone else that, like, there are consequences. And I think he did, like, enjoy being the superhero. Oh, you know what I mean? Course. At the very beginning. Yeah. You know, and it's not his fault. He worked for, like, 30, 40 years, you know, in this timeline to get to the point where they are looked at as superheroes. Mm-hmm. He worked so hard. And, of course, you, like, you, you get these... You worked your ass off to get this. You want to enjoy it. You want the medal. You want to hang out with the president. I got my phone to the president. But then he realized he just, he's such a good soul that it hurt him too much. Yeah. Everything that happened in this movie hurt him too much. Yeah, I can see that. Now that makes so much more sense why he is like he is at the beginning of Logan. Because he has carried for the rest of his life all of this guilt. Well, that his, and I his, think, I think at the beginning he of Logan, his he, sister. he may or may he not have He even looked at Jean like a daughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he lost his sister and his daughter within like a week of each other. You know what I mean? Like, mind blown. I, I'm mad that people did not like yeah, this no, movie. I think, I, I think there were some weird things with Dark Phoenix. 
Um, there, there are a couple places in that film that I think they could have been a little more comic inspired, you know? And I, I mean, I, they were just trying to root it in reality. No, I think. Ag- agreed. I, I just wish that there had been, you know, a moment when, when Vuk, is that her name? Jessica Chastain, Vuk in that movie. Vuk. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, Vuk. when she was, when she was describing the force moving through space, you know, I feel like she should have used some of the comic accurate descriptors of, you know, it's fire and life incarnate. There, there could have just been some lines that were closer to the source material to tie it that. To, to what it could I get be. That. You know, I feel like towards the end, there was an opportunity for for Gene to have that moment of, you know, before she expunges all the power or, or whatever, ha- has that moment of, you know, I am fire and life incarnate now and forever. I am Phoenix. And then yeah. poof, releases it and disappears. That would have been really cool. I, I don't think she understood what she was. I don't think she ever got that. But, even toward the end until maybe maybe the very, very end. But that's you know, what I mean. Like, right, that, like if yeah, I yeah, kill but, this girl now, I'm going to kill everyone. Yeah, so yeah. I, you know? I, I feel like when she went up to the, like, up into space, obliterates her and then has that moment. Now yeah, and forever, I, just, I am Phoenix. And then she obliterates. Yeah, I can understand why they didn't do that because maybe like, well, how does she know what she was and blah blah blah. But, the, but, but then again, because the, the, the timeline, the time is she barely really had this power. She had it for a few days, and then I th- what what I think would be cool about this that could have been done is the kids at the school dubbed her the Phoenix because she died in space and she came back. Like that was a nickname that the kids at the Xavier School gave her. Yeah. And then she knows that she got inhabited by a force from space. Yeah. Nobody ever called that the Phoenix Force because it wasn't called the Phoenix Force. It was just a force of life and death moving through space. Uh-huh. I think it would have been cool at the end of this movie if, if she by, her, named it. by her saying, I am the Phoenix, then she actually is the one that dubbed it the Phoenix Force. Yeah, point. I like that a lot. That's actually really cool. I feel that's like a, that's, that's a really good idea. Rather than uh, again, being... I can see. I mean, who knows? Maybe the original script had that, but and you know maybe. how it is when you yeah. when you go through productions and someone doesn't edit right. here and this gets changed Cut here. And I get it. And suddenly, I get yeah. it. And like, well, maybe some producer who's not into comics, like, well, I don't right. really get that. You yeah, know? they don't have Kevin Feige yeah. at their helm helping them out. Yeah, I, I could see that. I could see that. You know, I, I just I just feel like some little tweaks like that could have appeased made it, the fans. Because it was like, there was times where it was like, oh, this is a good movie. It just wasn't, oh my God, great. But right. it was like, there was a moments that were like really good. Yeah. It's just, there were, I feel like the aliens was a little rushed. All of the, I didn't, I still don't even know what kind of aliens they were yeah, yeah. really. It was just this Well, orig- listen, originally they were supposed to be the scrolls. And, and they couldn't do that, right? And, and the ending was very, very, very similar to Captain Marvel. And so they had to change the alien race, and they had to change the Gene's design at the end of the film and redo the end of the film. I think, I think it's so, still... So, because they were so worried about that bullshit, yeah. they had to change it. And I then think there, I, there you go. That's it. That is why thing. it's not as but here's as it the should thing. have been. But I, I thought still it would think... be very good. I still think the the groundedness of it 
I think the groundedness of it worked over, worked into this film. Like, I feel like if they'd have been a big space epic battle, it would have felt out of place yeah. at the end of this film. I, I think the that. grounded nature of it really worked in their favor. And, and I don't know. I, th- I think the ending is pretty, pretty good. I just think there's yeah. little tiny little homages. It just that they tweaks would put it over the top. Yes. But just to, a few to make little it from tweaks. good to awesome. But I think it was awesome. I think the performances were really, really great. I think people need to go back and give it a chance. And what, because I think it's a really cerebral film watching the emotional shifts and the guilt in different people and the, the emotional realizations of consequences and, and choices. Yeah. It's, 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 it's definitely a more of a, instead of an action movie, it's, it's, it's up here closer it's to Logan brain. where it's yeah. again, like you said, cause it's like you had Raven already questioning the school yep. and their their place in society as superheroes and endangering the team. Mm-hmm. And then, then you have the guilt of Hank who convinces her to stay yep. and then immediately after convincing her to stay, she dies. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like there's regret. so much emotion, especially yes. as an actor. This is so meaty. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Listen, like this is so nothing- much for an actor to play with. Nothing you know what I mean? Like no happier. wonder why he can he it makes sense for him to be like, screw this. We're we're going after her. This is we we both mm-hmm. loved her. Let's do this. And then of course, you know, Eric just always gets the short end of the stick. So it's just so much going on with with emotions. Yeah, Jean's in this re- movie. The the revelation that her so father is still alive and pretty much disowned her and she didn't even know it. Like it's, there's so many layers to this film and it makes me super happy that you're, you picked up on all these things too. And that I don't feel like I'm the only one. The the reason is I, I don't, I still don't think Xavier did bad. I think, I think I feel like everyone's like, well, you lied to her. Well, it's easy to say that, but do you want her to have a chip on her shoulder for the rest of her life? Knowing her father yeah, blamed her for her mother's thing. death and disowned her and wanted nothing to do with her. Yeah, He'd rather live his life without his daughter yeah. and was 100% okay with that. Yeah, it was so much Xavier's easier just like, to say, he You know died. what? Fuck that guy. He's dead. Yeah, but even, I, even... I don't think that was a bad choice. I don't think just because the Phoenix power, the, the, right. it just erased all those walls and she had to come in grips on top yeah. of dealing with everything else going on. Even if you that, go back and rewatch, to take in. go back and rewatch the scene where young Jean Grey asks Xavier if her parents are dead and he has this moment where you see him internally struggling with I'm going to lie to her and if I lie to her, it's going to be for the rest of her life. And he yeah. has this moment where he questions whether he's going to do that or not. Yeah. And McAvoy plays it so well. Yeah. It, it's it's so good. This whole yeah. film is so good. And there are so many it's homages to the It's a small thing that people just don't see because they were expecting like something else. Something else. Yeah. Guys, the it's fact a, that Dark Phoenix exists and is a hundred times better than X3. Oh, I'm so glad that <laughs> I'm not alone shut in up. this. Uh, I think at some point I'm going to write a whole blog post. This might be my first blog post on our website because <laughs> I just I want to talk about everything that I see in this movie. So I literally might write a blog yeah. about it. 
and I love the ah man something about the scene where she's like you want this power take it like Uh she has that moment where like well, she starts showboating a little Xavier, bit. Xavier, like, kind of reaches to her. She's like, I don't want this power. It's, it's driving oh, me insane. Oh, that scene. Gotcha, gotcha. That gotcha. scene. Yeah. And, like, she's just giving it yeah, she power to, to, to Vok. Yeah. And then they're like, wait, you can't do that. That's bad. They're like, this is, she's going to yeah. want, you know, like, you can't do that either. Take like, it back, take it back. Well, you don't want her to have the power, but then you don't want her to give up the power. I like, know. this poor thing is stuck between... Well, yeah, you don't want me to have it, so, but then you uh, don't want me to give it away. So that's so good. Please, people, go watch this movie because just look at it. With it fresh it's eyes. on HBO Max. That's where I was able to find just, it. It took me a long time to find it. <laughs> please, please, please watch it with fresh eyes because I just feel I just, like I thought it was. I don't know, and maybe because I went into this movie because I did hear kind of meh yeah, yeah, yeah. about it. Like I went in with lower expectations. Hmm. Maybe just it's crazy because I came with low expectations. I, think, I was just I really I like, wow, it, why was everyone complaining I about? This I is really good. I have watched it three times now. And every time I watch it, I like it just a little bit more. I see a little acting choice and, and detail that I missed the yeah, first time. Yeah, I, I feel before. like this is an actor's film. It, like if you're, if you're really, someone really in, in the acting world, yes. there's so much for you to appreciate. Tiny, tiny moments and choices And there's the nuances. Actors. Just like, oh, God, just so many small things so yeah. oh and i just and even I don't know like that that's what people wanted and oh i even like got real mad at at storm in this mat mat mm-hmm. like in this movie and but the thing is she's not wrong either it's like when uh like they get back and they're like did she did she kill her and uh Scott was like, well, it was, it was an accident. You know, on one hand, yeah, she can't control her emotions. It was kind of an accident, but it was also kind of she did do it. You know what I mean? Right. And so it's that, that weird, like, yeah, it isn't her fault. It is her fault. No, Storm's it's, like, no, it's whatever, she did, you and I know the truth, and she did it on purpose. It's not my, woo. It's yeah. that people are so different, and that, that Scott sees through, sees things with rose-colored glasses, <laughs> literally. But he does, because A, he knows the type of person Jean really is, and she yeah. wouldn't have done that without being absolutely like Yeah, it's out just of all, her all of her mind. emotions and all but, of her feelings but, are been cranked up to 15. Yeah, Aurora, though, is very, I feel like she's a little bit more stricter of a person instead of world of full of grace. She's more of a, it's either black or it's either white. Yeah. There is not a lot of gray well, in the I think, world. And I there's think a lot too, of people in the world like that. It's either I, this or not, and you know what you did wrong, and you better own up to what you did wrong type person whereas some people are like i understand why you did that it's not right but i understand why you did that right. you know what i mean yeah. so the it, it just really shows the type of person personalities they have mm-hmm. and it's small things when you analyze it like that yeah i think it's so really, i just really, even really from an actor movie. and like a character standpoint i'm just like damn that was good it's good it's really really good i'm glad i'm not the only one that makes me so happy <laughs> Uh, listen, I wanted I to could... text you, but it was like three thirty in the morning last oh night when God. I finally finished it. I was like, uh, I could maybe literally... it was almost four because I was like, ah, it's too late to text you. I'll just, I'll let him know. We could literally go on and on about this film, and I want to. Maybe we'll do another episode just about <laughs> just in the film alone. I don't know, because it's so. Oh, that makes me so happy. I want to talk about it so much. Uh, Leva, we are. <laughs> I'm glad I made you happy. We there. are it's way legit. over I, time. I, I'll, I'll be honest. At one o'clock or whatever, when I finally found it, I popped some popcorn. Sat yeah. down. All right. 
let's do the movie th- movie theater experience. I don't know why I missed it. This is the only film I think I missed in a theater, and I'm really it's upset that I didn't miss it. Because everyone talked shit about it, and it kind of made you go, "I don't really have to see that." That's why. It probably I, made I you question. I was really busy. That was, I yeah. think, that was like around the time when. Well, that's also when we AEW had like was picking the two AEW pay per views, yeah. and then I was doing still doing indie shows at the time. So I literally was booked every yeah. time. And I know I had the cons straight into to Hawaii. Right. And I think when all of that was said and done, it was out probably, of the theater. Probably gone. Yeah, because it didn't do very well. Uh, that, I mean, we are way over time. Thank you guys for hanging out with us and listening to this. Uh, we need to, oh, we need to, we didn't have a mailbag, right? (laughs) We need to to rank Dark Phoenix. Where do you want to put Dark Phoenix in this lineup? Right now we're sitting at X2, Logan, Days of Future Past, First Class, The Wolverine, X1, Apocalypse. The arrest. And the rest and here the rest. on Gilligan's Isle. Uh, um, so now that we've talked about it, I I'm so hyped near, for I it. I kind of want it near the top. I no, I don't think it's top worthy. I, I, I feel like not it's the top, not the top. Four. It's I would it's, say three or four. It's near the top. Huh? It's near the top. It's not the near top. Near the top. Yeah. It's not the top. I would even say it's above first class. I, I was gonna, I was gonna put it right after Logan. After Logan, above Days of Future Past. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. X2, Logan, Dark Phoenix. And that's just because I think you and I are actors, and we just totally get I, all their small little choices. Yes. Did. Yes. It's okay. So, <laughs> so here, here, ladies and gentlemen, is our definitive, <laughs> quote unquote, and then definitive. Just know that, like Deadpool, one yes. is he was on here's, top for me. Here's here's. <laughs> We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Hold on. Uh, so of the X-Men films, X2, Logan, Dark Phoenix, Days of Future Past, First Class, The Wolverine, X-Men, X-Men Apocalypse, X-Men The Last Stand, X-Men Origins, Wolverine. <laughs> That's our ranking of the Wait, X-Men. Wait, where do we put Wolverine? Regular Wolverine? X-Men Origins Wolverine? No, uh... The Wolverine? Japanese Wolverine. After First Class, before X-Men 1. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember that. Okay. It is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 on the list. Okay. Oh, man. So that's our that's our ranking. Uh, That's really all the time we have. We are well over. We have now pushed into your stream time. That's fine. Um, that's fine. Let's. I think we're gonna you wrap can, it up. You can almost raise me. Here's here's what I think we should do. We should come back. Do you next week? Do you want to talk about Deadpool and that stuff? If you want. All right. So next week, let's talk about both Deadpool movies. Uh, and you guys, I know you sent us some things in the chat. I will try to go back and go through the chat and pull out some interesting comments. But also, if you want to, shoot us an email: thegeeksoapbox at gmail let us know how you feel about any of these X-Men films. I'd love to hear your opinions. I would love to read also some of your us. opinions. Or tweet us your opinions. I would love to read some of your opinions on next week's show about these films. We have spent 20 years watching X-Men films. Oh, my God. So I think we all have things we want to say. I want to hear you on your soapbox. So get up on your geek soapbox and send us how you feel about these films. What's your favorite film? What's your least favorite film? Do you agree with some of our things? Do you disagree? I want to know. And I want to share them with everybody 
next week on the show. Cool? What do you think, yeah. Leva? Does that sound good? I like it. I'm going yeah. to go next week about uh, Kid Apocalypse is greater than regular Apocalypse. So. All right. <laughs> uh... I was reading a lot about Apocalypse last night because I'm like, why do people like, especially Josh, why did he hate this so much? So I was reading about the different stories, but then like apocalypse stuff because i read age of apocalypse but that's yeah. pretty much all i really know of him from except for like i started reading the series where like the kid came around and then Evan. like the clone and uncle cluster yeah. and all that really like cool stuff and he didn't really realize who he was until they told right. him he's like oh my god you know so it was really cool uh i really enjoyed that whole storyline but i'll go back i can go on that tomorrow <laughs> all right next week next, next week we're picking up this conversation uh leva tell everybody where they can find you online uh everywhere and nowhere no um i am wrestling leva on one word on twitter instagram and twitch i'm about to start my stream in just a few minutes i believe it's going to be overwatch because it's my favorite mayhem tonight so uh maybe i don't know i still have ghost of tsushima that I was playing earlier uh so i may just do that i haven't decided yet <laughs> <It's> like <me. laughs> i got like two minutes to decide yeah you'll, i'll you'll figure, figure it out. out you'll figure it out uh I'll figure it out. And yeah, so I'm on Twitch. I'm on Twitter. I'm on IG. That's pretty much it. Is that is that a thing we do? Oh, I'm also on Cameo. I think you can find me as Leva Bates on Cameo. And celebrity video message. Um, that's yeah, it, that's I think thing. that's it. Uh, you can find me, M. Lee Ponton, on Twitter or at the Geek Soapbox on Twitter and Instagram. Also, don't forget you can email us at the address thegeeksoapbox at gmail.com. Please send us your opinions. We want to we read them next week on the show. Or your opinions on anything. Give us some show ideas so that we don't talk about X-Men every single week. <laughs> Tell us what you want us to talk about. Uh, we love that stuff. Also, please, uh, you can catch the podcast version of our show every Tuesday. It goes up on multiple podcasting services, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Be sure to leave us a rating, review, subscribe, follow, do all the things. Every every uh, service is just a little bit different. Uh, so do the things on the service that you like. The more you rate, the more you review, the more you leave us comments, the higher we will rank when people look for geek podcasts. And that's a great way for us to get more people uh, joining our Soap Sud Army. You guys are awesome. Uh, thank you so much for watching hanging in there with us tonight we'll be back next week 9pm right here on the Geek Soapbox Twitch channel to talk more X-Men we'll talk Deadpool and uh, read some of your questions and comments and opinions about the X-Men films thanks for listening you guys we will see you next time peace out my friends you guys are amazing
The Geek Soapbox is a TGS Entertainment production produced and directed by Michael Lee Ponton with associate producer Leva Bates. Theme music by Alex Barrett and additional musical cues provided by Adhesive Wombat.